As a leader, are you finding it necessary to get more done with less? In this episode of The Leadership Hustle, we'll talk about finding ways for you to create capacity, not only with your team, but with yourself. Welcome to the next episode of The Leadership Hustle, where we work with executives whose companies are growing fast and need leaders who are ready. Today, we are going to tackle the topic of creating capacity for teams and companies. And so, um, hi, Michelle, how's it going today? Good, good, good. How good. you doing? I'm good. We haven't talked to each other since we got here, so <laughs> yeah. um, just hey and hello and all that jazz. So, um, as we were preparing for this topic, we were recognizing a lot of the conversations that we're having with um, some of the leaders, but some of the executive teams. Um, show, tell us a little bit about, you know, where are you hearing this need for more capacity in organizations or with, with teams? I am noticing a higher frequency of the developing the capacity at the higher level. Everything from, you know, that VP, executive director level that we need to build that, mm. really the succession planning, right? Great. Uh, but some of the scenarios are, you know, we have an individual who's very, uh, very technically smart, okay. but when it comes to the people side, it's, it's, not, it's not working. And, but we need the one, but we need both. And sure. what are we doing there? And that's the only person we have with the knowledge. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Right. A couple of places where I'm starting to notice this um, a little bit more frequently than usual is right now is the season where you know we're having we're starting conversations for planning annual planning strategic planning and things like that and so um, we talk about how are we going to be able to accomplish the goals and what are the things that we need to do related to that um, also even just in the identifying the fact that we need to delegate more yeah, delegate it's you know there's a little bit of succession plan in there there's an intentionality behind that but just the idea that that some of the leaders that we're working with are afraid to um, move responsibilities or train up people on the responsibilities that they have for fear that they're going to be overburdened or overtaxed and things like that. So I thought, you know, let's 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 talk about that. Um, so one of the things as we get ready and do planning, um, we have a favorite exercise that we like to do. And, and it takes a couple of um, weeks, if not a month or so, before we actually do the planning to do the exercise. And I'm gonna explain the exercise and we'll talk a little bit about what it does for the team, okay? So so in this exercise, we ask all team members to identify what tasks that they have and what projects that they have. And then in each of those tasks and, and projects, we identify how much time per week does it take you and for how many weeks? Is it an ongoing project price mm -hmm. or process that they do or is this a two to three week process that they're working on they're working on that projects but just going through and identifying what that that time is and when we have people do that they come back together and then they identify is there anything here that needs to be eliminated so for example there are people that have these pet projects they've been told not to do them but oh i just like doing them or this was something i always wanted to do anyway so i'll just kind of do this on the side but it takes away from their capacity to perform the priorities of the organization right yes. so we're looking for situations where we can eliminate um, specific activities or tasks 
or second of all, simplify. And so when we talk about simplifying, we're looking at um, you know, digitizing them or, or automating them or, you know, I think, you know, you've mentioned outsourcing, outsourcing right? Outsourcing for sure. And seeing what we can do to make sure that what we, I, we, what we're doing is we're creating the most amount of time available for, for people. So have you ever done this exercise or? or? I have done, yes, very yeah. similar. Okay. And one of the things that I like to get into when we get into that eliminate or simplify is what is the effort versus impact, mm. right? So if, if we're putting a lot of effort and a lot of effort could be, you know, five hours a week, five hours a week adds up. Right. But if the impact on the team or in the organization is little, okay, that's where we have to kind of question, right? Is it right. worth any effort? Um, or is this something that we need to put on hold or completely stop doing? Right. Um, and sometimes that stop doing, <clears throat> it gets into the whole concept of it's their idea. It's, yep. you know, they're emotionally charged and attached to it. So they don't want to let it go. They don't want to stop doing it. They'll make it work. But the effort that they're having to put in it to even nudge it versus the impact is it's not worth it. Right. And and so as we look at those and as I've had executives look at those that they lead and the teams they they may be leading, you yes. know, multiple layers of, of teams when they start realizing all the projects that are going on and then I was like, "No, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing and that." And for how long sometimes? And for how long That's they've the been one. doing it? Yes. You know, the amount of wasted capacity that we have and I say that in the fact that that does it move the needle of the priorities of the company or and or Correct. the team, right? right? And the team company, the team objectives need to be aligned with the corporate initiatives and the priorities of the company. Yes. But it's so amazing how time just starts to be um, consumed by the things that's like, no, we're not doing that. Or I'm only, I only want you to provide four hours worth of information on this or in, 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 investment in this versus, oh, just do whatever it takes, you know, to get it done. It's like, is that eight hours? Is that 27 hours? Or is that just give me what you can in four hours or, you know, half a day kind of equation, yes. right? Yes. So, so in, in that, doing that exercise is super helpful. But then we go to the leaders, right? And so phase, the next phase of this process is, okay, leader, not only are we asking you from a team perspective, what do we need to eliminate? What do we need to simplify or outsource, right? But okay, what are you doing? What is it you're, so, so we ask people who are like, why do I need to do a time management or time analysis study before strategic planning, mm -hmm. right? So strategic planning, we go through and it's like, okay, what do we need to stop doing? What do we eliminate? But the next part is, what do we need to train up? What do we need to help people learn and take on? Because what we're doing is we're eliminating some tasks, right? And so instead of it taking all of our time, it needs to be spread to the level in which it's most appropriate for them to work on. Which you just transitioned eliminate could be different definitions of okay. eliminate, right? right. So. I was hearing one of eliminate could be to stop doing. Just stop doing it. But also to eliminate could be you stop doing it, but we delegate and develop our team to do it. Right. Am I? Yes. Okay. Good. And and well, in some capacities, there's truly eliminating it from everybody. Correct. Simplify it, automate it. Let's figure out how we can take steps out of it. How can we shorten the process? Whatever that might be. We might have to make sure we're training up someone to take over. 
Yes. And so when people talk about, oh, senior executives, they don't need to learn how to delegate. Um, yes, they do. <laughs> They're still doing some of the things that they've always done as habit or practice. But enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. But sometimes what happens is they haven't identified the fact that they haven't delegated the authority and responsibility of the decision. They delegate the task, but they don't delegate the decision. So they become the bottleneck. And so looking through and saying, what are those things that absolutely only I can do? Be careful, leaders. This is a, this is a dangerous <laughs> yeah, place, this is, right? This is very dangerous because it, it, it impacts it truly asking that question anyone should, someone else should be able to do it. I mean, if you're gone, if, let's just say you take vacation, uh, let's just say you're not feeling well, uh, let's also just say that um, you're no longer with the company for whatever reason, right? right? Uh, the business, we have to really reduce the risk of the business and ensure that uh, you know our consumer, our clients are taken care of and whatever they are purchasing from us, right? That it's gonna sustain. It might sustain a little s differently, right. but it's gonna sustain. And therefore, no matter where we're at in the organization, others should be able or have knowledge of how to make a decision right. and what's involved. You know, this you know, the idea of creating capacity isn't only bringing in more people. Although some people, that's what they think. It's like, oh, I'll just bring in more people. Well, we all know it's difficult to find people right now. You know, different different areas of, of knowledge and expertise, you know, we're stealing them from somebody else, right? And so how what are we gonna to do to create that opportunity that makes our environment that much better? And why would they move, right? Yes. And so and just depending on your environment, right. do you have other, you know, are you working in the building? Are you working hybrid, blended, whatever term you want to use these days? Because I've seen, a, I've heard several. Right. Um, or is it permanent, you know, 100% remote? Because they come now with different expectations mm -hmm. than maybe they did at least stronger expectations. Right. Um, where they nudge less than they did prior to 2020. Right. So we're looking at, let's see what we can do to create capacity for our team members. But then second of all, what capacities do we need to create for ourselves so that we can concentrate on our high payoff activities? Now remember, high payoff activity isn't necessarily a priority. Priority is you know, something that absolutely has to happen right now and, and we've kind of gotten into routines where we're reacting. Oh, I don't have a new person. My person left, now I have this as a priority. But a high payoff activity is what am I doing to build succession capacity? What are the things that as a leader, I'm responsible to do. That's my responsibility to move the needle and and adjust for the, the company priorities and our and our plan and, and how we're moving the company forward. So there's two things of theirs. Yeah. So as you've had conversations with leaders, why don't leaders do this? Well, it's part of its human nature. <laughs> okay. Well, there is the the belief that uh, the belief is that they can't do it as good as me. They can't do it as quick as me. Uh, they don't have enough experience to make a decision like this. It's going to take too long to develop them. I mean, we could just go on and on, right? Right. And uh, that will th they'll justify. Anyone can justify not doing something, and it's really easy to justify why am I not spending time at developing that that next group, that next layer, uh, where they right. can fill in, they can step up. And uh, unfortunately, 
when we're not developing the people around us, we're not developing our team, they're gonna go somewhere else to get that opportunity. Because people want to grow. People want to have opportunities to learn new things. They also wanna understand at that higher level why we do what we do and how do we do what we do and make these decisions. And unless we're engaging and involving them, it's, it can become a little more, we have to get this done, but we really don't know why totally, um, or we don't understand how. What's the, the impact? Yeah, we don't understand the impact, we don't understand you know, why that, that decision was made even, mm -hmm. right? And so engaging them. So when you think about that idea, what holds them back, what have, what have you noticed? I know I, I, I took them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's so many. Um, I notice people saying today, oh, they're already busy. Oh yes, that one. They're already busy, which goes back to what we started off the conversation with is, we need to take some things off their plate. Well, we don't really know all the things that coworkers are, are doing, the people that we lead, whether they're working right next to us or they're working across the country. We don't know the things that they're spending their time on. The second part of that is there's some level of trust that they're missing. Like, yes. oh, are they old enough? It's like, what does age have to do with it? <laughs> um, oh, they just never have had those experiences. Well, get them started right now. Or the, the belief that they have to delegate the entire process. It's like, we don't have to do one to 100%. We can start off, let's start with 5% or 10%. Or let's, let's start going through that process and building their, their confidence and their experience levels to, to go along with those things. And the other is, it's just faster if I do it myself. I don't have time to train them. I was like, yeah, but just think if you, the high payoff thing is developing someone to not only do the task, but to make the decisions, to create experiences so they have judgment on what works and what doesn't work. And and we have to be okay with letting them struggle. Yes. I and mean, I talk about with parents and, <laughs> and, and people that are in leadership roles, they struggle with, oh, I don't want them to struggle. I don't want them to suffer in any way. It's like, yeah, but don't we realize that if people have to struggle a little bit, that's when they grow. Yes, they, they need to be a little uncomfortable. When they're, when they're comfortable, it becomes kind of just status quo, chug, chug, chug. And depending on your individual, that could be boring as well, right? Going back to that individual who wants to do something else and leaves. Right. Uh, but in order for them to be growing, they have to be uncomfortable. Not chaos, just uncomfortable. Just uncomfortable. Let's, let's, let's go, let's disrupt them a little yes. bit. Let's be a little bit, let's go into some complexity a little bit. But I think that um, people will be frustrated a little bit, not to the point of, I'm out. Yeah. We have to help them through some of those processes, but we still need to let them know that it's okay to struggle a little bit. And we as manager leaders, we have to be able to give some grace, like look at the effort, look at what you've learned now that you didn't know two weeks ago. What's the next step? How do we get there? Yes. And it was never matches. perfect for me, yes. right? All right, so if we don't create capacity, if we don't create more time for those that we lead, right? The start, stop, continue kind of thing and, and leveling up. If we don't take time and say, you know what, I need to train up some folks. By the way, no one in regular life talks about delegation. We talk about teaching people. Only leadership development classes do we ever use the word delegation, delegation right? Yes. So if we don't do this training up and giving people um, next level experience, what happens? What happens if we don't do it? Well, you end up working a lot more. Your stress is rippling out now, right? right? Which then also has a negative impact on the environment and people can feel your stress and then it starts feeling uncomfortable and they don't even know why. 
uh, call this burnout, by the way. Yes, <laughs> as we're working that way. Yes, right? yes, one hundred percent burnout. And no matter where you're at in that organization, it, it's it's important that we identify how and when we are taking time to develop our people. Right. I also notice when those things don't happen, there is a lack of clarity on where are we going? How are we making sure things are happening? Who's supposed to do what? Oh, I didn't know you were doing that. Let's get clear about what is a priority, what's not a priority. And and let's let's look at how can we create an environment where people feel like what they're doing is really truly contributing to the forward motion of the company and that company those companies that have that clarity and those companies that have that um, we're always trying to improve, but that doesn't mean we're adding more onto our daily activity. We're learning new things. Yes. That's healthy. And we want organizations that are healthy. And without that process of continuous improvement, continuous improvement means we have to also stop doing certain things Correct. and go to the next thing, that what we do is we just start burdening and piling on more stuff and more stuff. And people are like, I got nothing left. I got nothing yes. left. Yes, and the, the typical burnout and also um, depending on if you own the company or if you are at that table, but not the owner, it it sets the environment, the stage for the environment, which then it starts becoming unhealthy. Right. So then other people suffer who maybe we're protecting as well, right? Right. Uh, and now we're making it stressful and uncomfortable for them too. Right. So let's 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 go back to this. Let's reveal what are all the projects and tasks and activities that people are doing, and let's get rid of the ones that are not moving us forward. Yes. Let's let's figure out how we can simplify and automate things, and let's level up and train up people so that they can they can take on things that are new and interesting to them, but also that they can have experiences so that they can move up into the organization your succession plan is is working in place i mean these these sound like well of course andrea michelle we should be <laughs> doing these all the time but my question to you listener is when was the last time you actually did it because every time we have people do this they're so surprised with the amount of time that was um created right for people to do um the things that make the company move forward yes Thanks for listening to this latest episode of The Leadership Hustle. Please subscribe so you don't miss another episode.